Hey folks, welcome to the Adventure Sports Podcast. My name is Mason. Today we are throwing the episode back to 2019 when we talked to Sean Green about uh, climbing and biking down all the Monroes of Scotland, and that's just a series of mountains uh, that are called the Monroes. There's 282 of them, and he is setting out to do all of them. And when we talked, he had only done like, you know, a, a third of them, maybe. Uh, but he's at 203 right now out of 282. So we need to get an update. Uh, I'd love to talk to him when he's done to see how like the second half of the experience has gone. Uh, but we, uh, yeah, it's a long experience, as you can imagine, just like any set of mountains can be from the 14ers uh, to the Washington Bulgers to I- any sort of long list can be a lifetime goal or definitely a multi-year goal for most people. So, of course, Sean has, you know, kids and a full-time job and all this stuff, you got to fit the adventures around. And so it's pretty cool that he's been able to progress over the years to get closer and closer to that goal of 282. So um, hope you enjoy this talk. He's very passionate, uh, goes about it a really cool way and just loves what he's doing. So I found it really inspiring, someone that can balance a normal life and doing something really cool. Check out his Instagram too. He's constantly posting uh, videos of like downhills after he climbs these Monroes and just what it looks like. It's just absolutely stunning as you can imagine. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in. Sean Green, and you are biking up all of the Monroes in Scotland. Yeah, well, it's it's more about the biking down them. Um, there's there's maybe only about four or five of them that you could actually ride to the top. I've you know I've I've done that where I can, but you know I tend to try and save my energy for for the descent. Yeah. Wow. So so you carry the bike to the top and then ride down. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. Wow, and so are, are you taking the uh, the main trails down, or are you trying to kind of do your own trail? Um, well, the, you know, the beauty of it is, you know, I'll I'll, I'll spend a lot of the time studying OS maps um, and also other people's walk reports, and um, because these aren't, you know, manufactured trails for bikes, you know, there's a lot of it that isn't rideable. Um, so by studying the maps, you know, I could sort of find the best gradients and other possible routes and also when I'm up there as long as you know my navigation's on point I could I'm you know it's just sort of I'm free to explore uh, you know I could play in different sections and yeah just sort of find the best way down you know the most fun I can have while I'm up there holy cow so I, I pronounce it Monroe how do you pronounce it yeah 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 Monroe Monroe, Monroe. Named, named after Sir Hugh Monroe um he uh he sort of listed them all and and put the the Monroe table together. Yeah, there's there's 282. Gosh, and how many have you done? I've done 104 so far. Wow, and how long has that taken you? Um, well, like I say, you know, it's been sort of on and off. You know, this isn't a, a full time thing for me, so you know, I've juggled it between since I started this. You know, I, I work in the construction industry, so and I'm self employed, so a lot of my you know works from pillar to post so i've had maybe 10 or 12 jobs in the time that i've started doing this uh, all over the country i've my truck's been off the road for maybe four or five months of that time you know i've had a kid we've had other family commitments um so 
Probably a little over two years. Um, but in actual solid days of riding, you know, I've maybe done 60, 65 days of riding. So. Yeah, man. So, so when you go out, do you already know what you're going to do? Like you have a set, maybe four or five you try to do, or is it just one at a time? Um, well, that's it. You know, the beauty of them is some of them are, you can do, was it the most I think you could do in a day, I think is 12, um, or maybe it's 11 and that's in, in sky, but it's, you know, that's the, the cooling ridge traverses, you know, that's, it's the most difficult set of mountains in the UK. Um, you know, and it's sort of known all over the world and I'll be doing that over the course of five days. Um, but the most I've done in a day is seven. Um, I've done I've done a few sevens, um, where you can you know you can link them together. There's some pretty low bilics, um, but you know if you're lucky, you could only you know drop down two or three hundred meters before you start climbing again, and then you're on you know towards the next summit. And then there's other ones that are, you know, fifteen miles from any sort of civilization even the nearest road and they're just simple out and backs so it's a, it's a pretty even split you know for the most part you could probably get say say two would be your general for 80 percent of your days out you could probably bag two monroes at a time do you have all your future trips planned out or are you just kind of somewhat yeah i sort of plan it week on week um i have with the, with the bigger days out, I have obviously a bit of a plan in place. Uh, me and my uh, the photographer I work with, Andy Cole, that I think uh, reached out to you. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we, we plan some big trips together, like we're doing you know, the Coolin the Ridge this summer um, over five days. So, you know, that's in the books. And we'll sort of plan one for each uh, season where me and Andy will work together. So we'll try to make that a pretty special one, you know, if it's a more remote or, you know, just majestic looking Monroe, um, you know, we'll plan them together. But week on week, I'll just sort of, I'll keep an eye on the weather. Um, but I'll also try and vary my edits and blogs. So I don't want two weeks, you know, to be riding pretty much in the same Glen because there's not much, uh, you know, variation for my followers. Mm, I see, I see. Sorry, but between the weather and and mixing things up a little bit as well, another issue that I often face is just the logistics. Uh, when I started doing it, I was doing sort of everything as, as close to my house as I could. And as, as the project went on, I sort of came to the, the realisation that this would be a nightmare logistically if I keep doing this, where, you know, the rest of the Monroes that I need to do for, you know, the last 180 are all going to be over a four-hour drive in each direction so now oh, i try man. now now i try and make it a bit more sporadic so that i don't need to you know some some weeks i could be back at home uh sort of late afternoon and then the next week you know it's a it's a whole weekend required just to to grab one monroe so it's yeah, just gotta keep you know mixing it up and slight planning ahead yeah that's a really cool idea How, how'd you get the idea to do it in the first place um to be honest, it was I was doing a lot of trail building at the time um, at one of my local spots, and you know a lot of the the riding in this country, especially you know the man-made stuff, is in like forests and woodlands, just so the trails are protected by 
you know, from the rain and stuff and, and the wind, you know, we don't have that many places where, you know, we're able to ride out and, you know, on open mountains. And I crave that, you know, I crave big descents, long descents, going fast and, you know, just getting a bit loose. And there was one day I was, I was trail building and I, I looked up to the, the other side of the glen and uh, that's where sort of the bigger mountains start to appear. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to head out there. And I did. I had a, a great day and I, I'd happened to decide to take in two Monroes at the time. And off the back of that, I had like a 20 minute descent and it was just I was smiling from ear to ear. So I went home with that fresh in my mind. I started looking up some more like easy to do ones and they were quite close. Um, I went and done them and I thought, oh, like I'm on a, like an untapped source here, you know, like, you know, why is nobody else doing this? And uh, I bought a Monroe map to see sort of, again, logistically where everything was. And I walked into my wife one day and I just said to her, like, I'm going to bike every single one of these Monroes. And that was it. The idea was born. What'd she say? <laughs> Let me know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> So she supported it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she she supports me a hundred percent. You know, like I'm I'm really really fortunate. You know, obviously this this project brings its own troubles. Um, just I, with general general family stuff. You know, like if I've got a big weekend planned, and you know, there's maybe an occasion or event or something on, or you know, if we're, we're just missing each other, or the, or the kids are missing me. You know, all all ha- has its own issues, but. You know, she's been amazing. She works her work around it wherever she can. She, you know, gives me a bit of free reign at times. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm away having the time of my life, summiting these mountains and, you know, having the best descents of my life. And, you know, sometimes she's just had a really tough week at work and then she has to have a really tough weekend at home without me. So, you know, she, she's an absolute saint. Sounds like life, man. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I just, I love, I love, love, love hearing from people that don't have like a trust fund or a million dollars to just do whatever they want. They're, they're making it happen with normal life. You know, that's my yeah. dad was a worker. He, he worked construction. He painted, and we still had adventures every, every, every other weekend or so. You know, we'd do something fun, and I don't know, we, we weren't privileged at all with it. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's. You know, just living life, you know, you just got to make the most of what you can. Never been to Skyland, never seen the Monroes. I'm looking through your Instagram, man. It's, it's just gorgeous. It looks awesome. And are, are they, are they busy or are you out there alone on the bike? Um, some, some Monroes, it could be, uh, you know, some of, some of the easier to, to reach ones, you know, that are within an hour and a half of say Glasgow, uh, Scotland's biggest city you know there's there's one there Ben Lomond um I say it's within like an hour and a half drive from from Glasgow and at the summit of there on a fine day it could be like walking into Starbucks and uh <laughs> that that just doesn't do anything for me at all Jeez, um, yeah. you know it, it sort of takes like I mountains are my escape you know like if if daily life's getting me down or, you know, something's playing on my mind, like, like I, I just want to, you know, 
elope into the mountains. You know that. It's, you know it's my. It's, it's just my happy place, and where where all my problems fade away. So I like to be. You know, I like to be out in the remote, out in the wild, and as I've what I've found as I get further through this project that once you get into certain numbers, um, like say over a hundred, like I am, or even like over fifty or sixty, you start to find more remote and less visited Monroe's, um, and they're the real hidden gems. You know, it's it, yeah, it's it's just a it's a wonderful thing. Um, it really is. And it's all on my doorstep. So, wow. So, so as you get close to halfway, ha- what has the experience been like for you versus what you thought it was going to be when you first started out? Um, so far, to be honest, it's taken. It's taken like when I very, very, very first had the idea, I'd sort of planned to have finished it by now, or at least be nearing the end. Um, but it's just sort of everything's worked out in a way that like it's meant to have happened um i i've picked up some amazing um sponsors for the project and you know like they're supporting me with kit and you know it really really makes like the best of the situation and you know the longer it goes on although i had a timeline in my head you know it works out better for everybody you know i'm still able to build a, a sort of name and future for myself in the mountain bike industry through doing this and my sponsors are getting more and more exposure and obviously the further it goes on the more my name gets about and the more publications get involved and you know you know i've got another my second magazine feature uh is is coming out this month you know and if if i'd finished all this by now you know none of this would be happening i wouldn't have been maybe maybe i wouldn't have been speaking to you and you know, it's all just sort of coming to fruition in, in the way I feel like it should have. You know, man, it might be a blessing that it takes longer, like you said, because people get to you get to grow the community. Because, yeah, you're right. If you did it all at once, it'd be hard to build it up as you go. Because, man, it seems like you just keep growing. You got like a brand now almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that that's what I'm hoping to do off the back of it. And, you know, when people see that I'll do this, and I'll only be the second person in the world to have ever done this. Um, only after a man named Paul Tattersall, who um, who actually who'd done it in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, but he was obviously, he was mainly using his bike for access and egress. Um, but he still is the only man in the world who's taken his bike to the, the summit of every one of these mountains. But the, the advantage I have over him is that, you know, my bike's far more capable than what his was and and with that you know humans advance as well and my riding ability you know is will be greater than what his was i've also got the privilege of the internet you know where i can write blogs about it and you know i I create an edit for sort of each of my days out so people can live vicariously through me you know these these are all little things that you know he didn't have the privilege of so you know i'm just yeah i just feel blessed with it Let's take a quick message break and hear from the folks that help make this show possible. That is plenty of that for now. Let's get back into the episode. I know there's a lot, a lot of people can say, there's a lot about social media I hate, but I will say 
when I'm down or like, I don't know if I'm bored or something and I just need to pick me up, man, I'll scroll through all my old pictures on Instagram from all my past trips. And it's like instant, I'm instantly gratified again of, of all the things I've accomplished, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, totally. you got like hours of videos of descents and pictures and you'll just be able to scroll through all that and say, man, look at all this. Look at all that I did. This is crazy on the weekends between, between working construction jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, and, uh, off the back of it as well, you know, and it's, it's probably a long way off yet. And, you know, there'll be other things that get in the way and other projects, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to write, write a book of my experience. You know, that, that's a big goal that, that I've had. And, you know, I just feel like, well, you know, it'll just, it'll be a diary, you know, my, uh, my project is Grizzly Monroe Diaries and I suppose that'll be the full diary in print. So, you know, I feel like the project's just got so much more to give. Absolutely. And, and you know what, you have that foundation now to when you publish something like that, you'll be able to push it to all these outlets and connections and sponsors you've made. Um, so, yeah, so what's yeah. some of the interesting stories that have happened out there? Anything just super memorable? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been some, some crazy memories, you know, one of my favorites and you know, it's, it's probably been my favorite day to date. Uh, it was actually, it was the first time I'd met Andy again, uh, thanks to social media you know I've, i believe i've now made a, a friend for life through andy the photographer um we we met through social media and we arranged that we'd do a trip together and he met me in uh, in glencoe for a weekend and we had maybe six or seven monroes planned out and on the friday night we got there pretty early and it was it was a super hot day and we decided oh we'll we'll try and get a couple of monroes tonight so we set off and you know, Andy wasn't exactly mountain fit at the time. You know, I think he'd he'd been doing a lot of local riding, but you know, nothing of of this magnitude. And so I'd ended up leaving him a wee bit further down. And I said, "Look, Andy, I'm going to push on for the summit before sunset." And uh, I reached uh, the summit of of Binny and Moore in uh, in the Memoirs, uh, which is sort of just lies between Glencoe and Fort William. And uh, I just watched the sunset over Ben Nevis at half ten at night in complete silence. The most the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. I could see for miles. You know, I, I could probably see for 50, 60 miles in every direction. It was simply stunning. Wow. And off the back of that, you know, the, the sun went down and I thought, you know, well, I'm going to have to get down this mountain now. And it was one of those days I just I had the best ride of my life. You know, everything fell into place. I hit every turn as I want to. You know, I got every pedal stroke in. You know, everything just felt great. I got down to the bottom that day and I felt nothing but euphoria. It was it was simply it was jaw dropping. Um, you know, and, and there's there's been a couple like that, and I take great pleasure in in my own company, and I feel like that's an important trait to have, especially in this project. Um, that you know, I, I don't need to share these moments with people to appreciate how good they are. You know, I could, I could just be sitting in, in my living room one night and it'll just come back to my head and I'll just sit there smiling and, you know, my wife will be like, like, what are you thinking about? that? Oh, just, you know, just that, that one night last summer. And oh, it's just, there's so many good stories that have come off like that. It's just, uh, 
Yeah, it's just a crazy project and a crazy experience. That's awesome. You know, it, it doesn't have to be, I don't know, it's like you, you have to be there because we, we talked, I talked to this guy earlier today. He's been walking around the world for five years and he wow. said his favorite memory was being in the desert. He would lay his tarp out and just lay on the tarp in the sand and look at the stars. And I said, in like, in five years, that was your best memory, huh? And he said, you just had to be there, man. It's it hard to describe how everything just came together in that moment to be probably close to close to, as close to perfect as it gets. And that sounds like it's what, what it's been for you too. You know, and I, I believe that, you know, perfect, it's a funny old word, but I feel like it's all about, you know, it, it, perfect's a very personal thing. You know, mm. not everything has to line up in, in everybody's sort of perfect way. But for you in that moment, in that place, just that that sheer that just that solitude and it was just yeah there, there's no other way to describe it than perfect like i wouldn't have changed a thing wow man that's that is so awesome and now you're you're still doing these through the winter too right yeah yeah um la- last year i uh, i struggled to to do as many through the winter you know we had a, a crazy four months of snow or at least it felt that way. Not so much, you know, across the mainland and down at the lower reaches, you know, at sea level. But, you know, the mountains stayed with, you know, well over a metre of snow for the most part, which if it, if it's fresh dustings that, you know, that keep coming along and make it pretty hard to bike through, powder is it's hard work. Even with my ice spike tyres, you know, like they, they struggle with powder. You know, if I get a good freeze, you know, I can make light work of snow. But... Uh, like Andy and I done a recent trip there just was it maybe four or five weeks ago um we'd previously done the height of summer we'd done an autumn trip and then we're like right okay well we've got those shots we've got the sun we've got the rain you know let's get the snow involved and to have Andy there with me and to capture what I can see you know watching the sunset over snowy mountains because snow just adds a whole other element even just visually you know, not even when it comes to riding, it, it just makes, obviously, these Monroes, compared to other mountain ranges in the world, are, you know, they're just babies. But when they're snow-capped, you know, they bring on this this whole other demeanour. You know, they look so much more menacing and, you know, and quite scary at times. And it just, it adds to the grandeur of things. So, yeah, we brought Andy along and <clears throat> it was actually the day just kind of, Kind of things just kept going wrong, but it was always again like it was meant to be. I uh, I borrowed uh, a drone from from one of my friends, and we had this idea of getting involved my truck a lot more. So we had it driving up towards the mountain. I had these these images ingrained in my head that I needed to capture. And straight off the bat, seven a.m. the the temperatures wouldn't allow the GoPro uh, the the drone to record i managed to get it flying okay and then the flight time was cut short by the cold so i was like right okay let's forget the drone you know we'll set off and then something else went wrong my, my gopro froze the, the the cold just totally killed the battery it was it was minus 16 centigrade with with the wind chill you know so everything you know we had icicles hanging off my beard and the gopro was dead and but because of that and the fact that I wasn't under any pressure to get any footage. Usually I'd be 
rushing Andy on saying, look, I need to get down because as the light fades, the stabilisation on the GoPro sort of fails and, you, you know, you get a really grainy picture and it just doesn't pick things up well. But because of this chain of events, we'd ended up just saying, well, let's hang about at the summit for sunset. And that's exactly what we've done. And it, it was it was stunning. And we got just some incredible pictures that just painted like a much stronger picture than any video could have done. So, you know, it's just like the Lord works in mysterious ways sometimes. How was the ride down after that? Um, it was difficult because it was it was sort of between two and two and three foot of powder, and and a, a lot oh of the hill gosh. wasn't <laughs> a lot of the hill wasn't like sort of steep enough gradient to get any momentum going. But you know, like anything, you know, I, I rode what I could, and when I managed to get a decent gradient, oh, I was having the time of my life. You know, I was just I imagined I was bored and I was just cutting turns up wherever I could and. I just carved my own way down the mountain. What an awesome adventure, because it's so, and it's honestly, you know, it's cool to tackle something all at once like this, but you're getting to see it all, you know, at different times of the year, and you get to plan these yeah. little micro adventures around each kind of cluster of them, and yeah. eventually, maybe, not eventually, but every once in a while, involve other people, get all this good footage, and also yeah. live a totally normal life on the on the side, like it's... It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. When you put it like that, <laughs> when you put it like that, it's you know it's pretty awesome. Man, a lot of, a lot of people get to just you know look forward to something like that every every other week. And how how often do you try to get out? Um, basically every every opportunity that I can. Um, like I said, me and my wife sort of are in a rota, um, where we'll do sort of two weeks on, and two weeks off, um, just so I can spend time with the family and so that she can work some weekends and so at the bare minimum you know i'll get out twice a month um but if there's any sort of holidays or anything fall like over christmas there i had a couple of weeks off work and you know my wife had made it you know she'd rearranged her things at work so that there was one week that i could get out four times and you know just to have that like it it gave me that sense of like like i felt like this was my full-time job and that was just you know, it was a crazy feeling, and it sort of opened my eyes to maybe what's possible in the future. And what and what would that be? What are you, what are you looking at in the future? I I want to make adventure mountain biking, you know, my life. You know, I'd I'd love to to give up my day job and you know go out on these you know micro adventures, as you say, for two, three, four days at a time. You know, throw together an edit, loads of photos, right you know photo stories and blogs release that sort of have a you know a week off do the next one um you know i want to I, you know want to come across the state so i want to go to canada i want to go to the himalayas and uh, me and andy are speaking about scandinavia you know i've got i've got so many little cogs turning in my head about what's possible off the back of this um as it, you know it's just kind of hard to contain my excitement yeah, man. How close are you to making that stuff a reality? Um, well, at the moment, um, Andy and I's plan is to sort of create a, a media production company. You know, through my my contacts at the moment, we've sort of we've got a foot in the door with with some companies that we can work with. We're promoting their gear, um, throughout the world, and you know, we're we're speaking about our next, our, our at least our first international, being um towards sort of 
Norway is what we're looking at. Um, but again, you know, I've got commitments to my sponsors that, you know, I, I don't want to get sidetracked really in any way and putting too much time and effort into into someone else until I can give them what I promised them. So at the moment, my my mind is that I'm going to stay UK based and get this project out of the way, you know, and then see if we could, you know, get a proper plan in place for for sort of venturing throughout the world. If you're just out there doing something, it's just better than better than not being out there doing something, you know. So as long as you keep going and finish this project, it, it uh, there's no telling what's gonna come up ahead. And and so, man, does this project feel long at times? Like holy cow, I've got so many so many left to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's been so many times to do that, and you know, even now, like I think you know, I've worked out and I've only done. 36 percent of all the Monroe's and you know there's been some tough days and there's been some really really long days there's been times where you know I've gone away for the entire weekend with a plan to take in nine Monroe's and and the weather has just it's turned on me and I came home before you know and there's there's times like that where obviously like I get really bad where I'll, I'll build things up in my head and when that plan gets taken away from me even in everyday life it has this really profound effect on me you know I sort of I kind of get a wee bit huffy you know if if I I have a plan and that plan falls by the wayside for whatever reason I I don't take it great so in days like that you know I just I I find it a hard pill to swallow and then I feel guilty about myself within myself and then I feel bad that you know I've not got the content to put out for my from a followers and for sponsors and it's it's all just you know it's I think there's there's a lot more involved in this project than than I allow myself to to appreciate but you know my wife certainly understands how much is involved and what do you feel guilty about just uh I think I have a lot of you know time frames and stuff that I try and keep in my head and I, I try and keep to and then like when I can't meet them I feel like I sort of like let myself down in a way and let the side down. Um, but it's all just, you know, it's just like personal stuff and just this, this timeline that's in my head. And, you know, the, it's not like there's any pressure from, from any, anywhere else, but any pressure in my life I sort of bring on myself. I think it's just, you know, within my personality, um, my own worst enemy at times. Mm, you know, you, well, yeah, it's probably uh... – probably the same skills that led you to do this project and get as far as you have in the first place probably turn against you sometimes and yeah. make you feel guilty and make you feel pressure that's not there and man I, i'd have never guessed looking at your your page like that you're behind schedule or anything to me it's just it's completely badass by itself you know <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah you know you're not you're not the first one to say that like there's a the amount of people i'd say 90% of my followers still think that, you know, this is my full-time job, you know, and so I must be doing something right, so. That tells me that's another confirmation how powerful and deceptive social media can be, because, oh, yeah. you know, it looks like it. <laughs> looks like all you do is camp next to your truck that's uh, <laughs> with them shark teeth on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
That is too funny, man. So, so what you mentioned a few places earlier. What are some of those dream destinations? Is it the Himalayas, Canada, and all that? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd I'd like to. Well, you know, it's it's hard to pinpoint exactly what I'd uh, what I'd like to do because there's you know I can't think of anywhere else in the world where you can ride an entire mountain range. <laughs> you know, so so I'm very very lucky that that opportunity is in this country. But, you know, in sort of micro-adventures, you know, there's things I'd like to do, like, you know, I'd love to do just lo- smaller things, like, you know, Everest Base Camp and, hmm. uh, you know, just, well, you know, there's so many, like, routes in Nepal and stuff, and I'd like to go to Morocco, I'd like to go to, uh, you know, there's there's places in the Middle East that are so, you know, barely explored, you know, there's just, there, there's probably a hundred places in every continent that I'd love to explore. So I tell people it's uh, frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, and then it's, it's, it's trying to pinpoint where you want to go first. Like I'm just like a a, a kid in a candy shop. <laughs> That's what I tell people out here. We live in Colorado, and there's just there's so much to do. You you don't have time and you don't have the money to do it yeah. all. And yeah, that's it. you don't even have the body that can handle it all. It's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. like, well, what the hell is all this out here for if I can't do it all? But you just kind of got to be happy with what you get, I guess. Cause it's endless, which is great yeah. in a way yeah. it's endless. Well, ho- hopefully this project isn't endless for you and you get to the end one day. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely, I'll let you mark my words. Man, so, so is that what your sponsors you committed to your sponsors that you do it all? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and and far beyond any of my sponsors or any of my followers. You know, this this project is entirely for me. You know, like I would be. <coughs> I, you know, the other reason this all started is, you know, when I was younger, we would always, you know, the family would go away camping. And it would be hill walking and, you know, even at four or five years old, I'd be walking down the hills and I'd imagine that I was on my bike. You know, I'd be holding these pretend handlebars and riding the way, riding my way down. And as I got older, I was still doing the same thing. And, you know, I just, I'd say to myself like, oh, you know, I, I wish I had my bike, even if it was for 50 meters, 100 meters of, of riding. You know, like to me, that that just seemed worth it. So, you know, when I decided that I was going to do it, you know, I didn't have any following. I, I didn't even set up a page. You know, this was just, I posted it on my, my personal social media and it was actually, you know, a guy I know and he was like, like, Sean, I think people could really get into this. Like, you know, make, make, make something of it. You know, he actually pointed me into the sponsors. He's like, you know, why don't you reach out to the company and see if they'd be interested in, you know, a couple of them just, just lapped it up, you know, they were just, and I, I wasn't expecting it at all, and it all just sort of, one thing led to another, and it was all a bit of a whirlwind, you know, because I was doing this anyway, but now I've got some of the best brands in the world, you know, wanting to be a part of it, it's just, uh, it's just a really humbling experience. That's fantastic, so sponsorship has helped you a lot with uh, gear and stuff, and making it happen? Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely, Um, you know, I was, Obviously, I was I was fairly abusing my bike. Um, I was, you know, breaking a lot of parts and going through a lot. And uh, when when it started off, like I just reached out to a couple of com- companies about, 
you know, helping out with a bike I had, and they were like, "Oh no, yeah, yeah, like, I want to do that, but let's let's see if we can get you a full bike first of all." Um, so you know, so that was the first seed that was planted in my head, and <coughs> like here I am with you know a stunning bike, well beyond my means and well beyond what is financially possible for me uh, in my current situation. Um, I'm also I'm kitted out with with the best gear money can buy. You know, making me safe, keeping me warm, keeping me dry. Um, you know, and just. No, I've got some like little lifestyle sponsors, you know, on board now that just generally make my life a bit easier. You know, even just like I've got a company on board that supplied me with a little portable uh, power washer, and you know, even just just a little thing like that, you know, it, it really makes a big difference to my day. You know, and yeah, you know, just yeah, the support has been it's been phenomenal. It really has been great. Just happy to hear that, but it it sounded like you got started first. Yeah. And then all the activity started to follow. As far as the the following and the uh, the sponsorships and stuff, you you started the journey without any of that in mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was that was never on the cards. This this being what it is now was, you know, it, it hadn't even entered my mind. Uh, I like I just said to myself, you know, I I want to bike all these mountains, and I started doing it, you know, and. <clears throat> then then companies came on board and you know now i've got a few thousand followers and you know may, maybe about four thousand followers combined across my social medias and to me that that's just that's insane you know like because i'm generally quite a private pl- person and i keep you know my private life private and to have complete strangers you know spotting like my truck out in the wild and you know posting images online saying oh you know i've seen seen grizzly's truck and bumping into them in the hills and you know and then people speaking to me on social media telling me i'm i'm an inspiration like that's that's insane you know like that that i'm my actions are inspiring people to want to get outside and and be active and and see these sites for themselves you know there's there's so much more to life than than looking at it through a phone screen like and what i'm doing is making people want to go out there and see it for themselves and that's just you know that that's that's something that money can't buy you're right that's priceless and that's that's what it's all about man if you can get out there if you being out there and posting pictures of it makes other people want to get that same feeling that you have out there man how can you ask for anything better in life you know yeah well, yeah, and your and your truck is really hard to miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets more attention than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an awesome truck, man. I I love it. I lo- it looks like a perfect companion for this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a bit of a money pit. Um, it's uh, it's always breaking on me. You know, there's always I've got like I'm sitting in the garage at the moment, and I've got a small mountain of of replacement parts ready to go on it. Um, but it's just that age-old thing of uh, loads of money and no time, or loads of time and no money. So just gotta do do it when I can do it. Looks like you need a truck sponsor. Well, that's uh, you know I'm 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 working away at it. I'm trying my best to to get some help with this. You know, there's some some companies uh, across in your neck of the woods that you know I've I've spoken with, and then you know opportunities come and go, and then there's radio silence and. 
you know, it's, it's the one thing about sponsorship is you never really quite know where you are. You know, some, some companies could be so into the idea and then they could vanish off the space of the, space of the earth. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck as you continue and, and knock this journey out. And You've had so much fun in the first 30-something percent, man. You, you're going to have, well, statistically speaking, about three times as much fun. <laughs> yeah, about 70, uh, 64%. Uh, a lot of fun left. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Oh man! Well, congratulations! Thanks for staying up late and uh, being on the show, and just continue. I hope you inspire your kids too. You know what I mean? I yeah, hope I'll... they get grow up and do something just as cool as what you're doing. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, yeah. So you know, thank you for the opportunity. Again, e- even things like this, you know, speaking to somebody across the pond about my project is just it's, it's hugely humbling. So crazy, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, actually, where can people follow you? I want to ask you that before we get off. Um, my Instagram and Facebook are my, my two biggest outputs. Um, the Instagram is grizzly underscore Monroe underscore diaries. And again, the same for the Facebook. Just search for Grizzly Monroe Diaries. I've also got a YouTube. Um, but I, <laughs> I currently I do my whole project through my phone. Uh, I don't actually have any computer access so once uh, I, I capture all the footage on my GoPro, I do all the editing through my phone. I write the the three and four thousand word blogs through my phone. Uh, oh man, that's a lot of that's a lot of thumbs. Yeah, yeah. I post everything online through my phone. So <clears throat> you know, I've, I've got YouTube, but it's, it you know sometimes falls behind. But again, that's just Grizzly Monroe Diaries. And if you know, if people want to help support the stream and you know really make a difference i've actually i've got a patreon account as well um you know a sort of subscription service to you know financially aid me in any way they can with different tiers of you know help from one dollars to five dollars a month uh, and that really really does go a long way even even helping cover fuel which is you know i'm about 400 pound a month just in the project um which is the equivalent of a one-bedroom flat across here um so it's you know it's it's pretty expensive so yeah absolutely no i I get it man every bit helps people don't realize just how much a dollar or two can help when everyone chips in you know it's crazy it really is crazy how far it goes so yeah congratulations on on getting so far and we wish you the best of luck and we'll be following you and and we're gonna do a interview once you finish too yeah that sounds great yeah absolutely I'll be looking forward to it and hearing about all that fun you're about to have. <laughs> yeah, me too, Mason. Thank you. Sean, thank you so much, man, for staying up late. And uh, best of luck. Keep up the yeah, good man. work. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. See you. Cheers. Bye. First of all, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you choose to listen to this show. If you'd like to help us further, you can leave a review on iTunes. Share us with your friends, your family. It goes a long way to grow in the show. You can also support us financially through patreon.com slash adventure sports podcast. Link is in the show notes. And also, if you have an idea of who could be a good guest for the show, we're always looking for people to tell their story uh, about the outdoors or adventure. So if you know someone, please reach out. Email us at info at adventure sports podcast.com. And until then, get out there and have some fun. <laughs>